0: Good afternoon. I'm Daniel Guest and welcome to the Imagine Golf Podcast, brought to you by Imagine Golf and PXG. You can go to our site imaginegolf.com and see all of our offerings, including our free drills, our practice plans, our golf e-books and videos, or to book a lesson with me, either at our state-of-the-art studio in Philadelphia, or with our new partner, Golf Live, and take a virtual lesson. You can sign up for our free tips and videos that go out every week, once a week, I should say, every week, by just dropping us your email. Well, welcome back. Um, We normally uh, take a month off uh, right after the new year, and that month turned into uh, six weeks. (laughs) So sorry about that. But uh, the six weeks is not away from training. It's just away from social media and podcasting um, just to kind of recharge and keep everything fresh. So um, in preparing for today's podcast, uh, well, look, I could talk about a million things after taking some time off. But I thought we'd start off the year with talking about the most important thing in golf. And I know that sounds kind of gimmicky and sounds like another sales you know, pitch, if you would, on why you should buy something golf oriented. So uh, look, I get that. I, I've seen all those before, um, but uh, it's nothing like that. The most important thing in golf is simply this, know what you're doing. That's it. Know what you're doing. I've given 30 some thousand lessons and I assure you most of the golfers that I've given lessons to have no idea what they're doing right and or what they're doing wrong all right? At least 90% of them. So if that's the case, like it is in everything in life, right? If you don't know what you're doing, it's not going to turn out well, right? If you're working on, if you're building yourself a deck and you didn't do any homework and you have no idea what you're doing, building a deck, it ain't going to be a great deck, right? If you're if you're fixing uh, electrical lines, right? You're, you're in your house, or the outlet goes out, you're fixing the electric and you don't know what you're doing, it's going to go bad. Trust me, I've been there, all right? So uh, all kidding aside, golf in particular, you really have to know what you're doing well and more importantly than what you're doing well, you must know what you're doing wrong, right? You don't have to even, have to even believe me. Just look at some of the great golf instructors, Sean Foley, uh, Butch Harmon, Hank Haney. Um, they all say the same thing. Hank puts it pretty succinctly when he said, and he wrote a book on it. Uh, he's wrote m- many books, but one of his be- best-selling books is Fix Your Big Miss. That's the title, Fix Your Big Miss. And, and uh, honestly, that's still kind of the core of his practice, which is around know your big miss and fix it, work on it. So if you're slicing the ball, know why you're slicing the ball and fix it. And this is how you fix it, right? So that's what we're talking about today, how to know what you're doing and from there what to do to fix it. So let me, let, let's just go through a couple things that I see um, at our facilities, uh, all of our team sees. Uh, on a daily basis, that's not helping anybody do anything other than hit golf balls, right? Uh, foot powder. <laughs> the old foot powder on the golf club routine, right? You roll up on a guy or girl, they're hitting they hitting—they're—they're they're, they're hitting shots, and they got a can of uh, dry white spray foot powder, they're spraying it on the club face, and they're hitting the ball all over the club face, and the backswing looks horrible, and every shot is going a different direction. So they're worried about where they're striking it on the club face, but they're not worried about their backswing and how they're actually executing the actual golf swing itself. And just when you say that out loud, you know that's ridiculous, right? What does it matter where you're hitting it on the club face, right? If you don't have a consistent backswing and downswing. I got, it, I got uh, that answer is it doesn't matter, all right? So you saw that, that little video blurb or you know a little uh, YouTube that says, hey, put some foot powder on, you'll strike the ball better. Horse hockey, not true all right? It's true if you're a better golfer. It's true if you have a consistent backswing and consistent downswing. But if you don't have those first two, it doesn't matter where you strike the ball on the club base. It's not going where you want it to. Um, Gadgets. Any gadget. I mean, literally any gadget, right? A wrist gadget, a gadget that straps you in, a gadget that attaches to your glove, uh, a gadget that has you know, uh, it's a swing trainer. Other than like the orange whip style, and you swing it. Uh, the you know, we did a whole podcast on all the gadgets in, in golf, right? Um, by and large, none of them work, right? By and large. So get rid, get instead of spending hundred dollars on a on a on some of the latest gadget, take a lesson. <laughs> take a lesson anywhere. I'd prefer you take it from me, but take a lesson anywhere, and it'll be way better than than the price of that gadget. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, poor setup, right? Every time you set up, it's different, or it's just you're consistently in the pro- improper setup positions. You can't hit a. I don't care who you are. If you're not set up properly, you cannot hit a proper golf shot. Tiger Woods can't hit a proper golf shot if he's not set up appropriately. No routine. We see it all the time, right? Especially at the driving range. Just raking a ball, hitting a ball, right? Slow down, have a pre-shot routine. Again, we did an entire podcast on nothing but a pre-shot routine. But you've got to have a routine, even when you practice, right? Practice is just that. We're talking about practice, which in Philadelphia goes a long way, right? But in practice, you've got to be practicing exactly what you're going to do on the golf course. And if you're not doing that, then you're not practicing. You're having fun hitting balls, but you're not practicing. So have a routine. The other thing I see is people hitting the same club for 100 shots. So they literally will roll up to the, to the driving range with just a driver. When, when you just think about that and say that out loud, what on earth are, are you thinking? Right? You don't do that in a golf match. Right? You don't do that over four days right? When, in a golf tournament. Why in the world would you hit 100 balls with your driver? Just, it, when, just again, when you say it out loud, it, does, it doesn't make any sense. So hit multiple clubs, right? And then the last thing is they have no plan whatsoever. No plan, right? The, the, the only plan they have is they rolled up with their driver, they're gonna hit 100 drives. I got news for you, that's no, no plan, right? I, I show up with my 60 degree wedge, I'm gonna I'm going to work on my short game and hit you know 145 uh, 60 degree wedges. That's not a plan, right? All right, so you gotta have a plan, all right? So all those all those negative things or all those things that i see that go wrong all right what should you check first and foremost right before you even start working on something or working on your game well you're going to check your grip first and foremost it's a connection to the club right anybody can figure out their grip right you can go online i'm not a big fan of of youtube videos for golf instruction there's more uh golf instruction videos on on golf uh than any other sport combined and every other sport combined i should say so um, I'm not a big fan of that, but at the end of the day, get a book, get Bed Hogan's book or get a friend uh, that knows what they're doing or God forbid, take a lesson. All right. There's a common theme today. Take a lesson. Um, but get a grip, all right. Figure out what your grip is and start with a neutral grip, all right? I see a ton of people that have an improper grip, especially given what their swing pattern is currently. So start with a neutral grip, all right? Um, get your stance and posture correct, right? Don't be standing up too upright. Don't be bent over too much. If if your head is straight down looking at the golf ball, that club head's going to come up high around and not around you, and that's not going to be good. So if your stance and your posture is not correct, if your feet are too close together, you're going to turn more and be off balance. If your feet are too wide, um, you're going to be stable, but you're not going to be able to turn as much. So the stance and posture have got to be correct, right? Given your body type and given your, your age and everything you got going on, right? So we, you don't have to look like Royal McIlroy or Ta- Tiger Woods, but you do have to have some semblance of the proper form uh, as far as uh, stance and posture goes. And then ball position, all right? We teach everything in the middle. We put the ball in the center for every club, probably a 60-degree a a wedge all the way to probably a, a five iron. Um, just because amateurs strike the ball better and it's more consistent in, if we just say to them, hey, keep the ball in the center of your stance. And as they become better, then we start moving the ball given the current club. But for, for now, for everything uh, from a sand or 60 degree wedge to a five iron, keep that ball in the middle of your stance, right between the middle of your feet. You hit a four iron, you hit uh, hybrids and all that, start moving the ball forward, um, no far forward, no further forward, I should say, than your left inside heel, if you would, or the inside of your foot. But we can do a whole podcast just on ball uh, on ball position. But just take a look at those four things, your grip, your stance and posture, your ball position, and lastly, your swing path is what we're going to talk about now, right? So John Jacobs famously said, hey, golf is what the ball does. And John Jacobs is responsible for one of the forefathers, if you would, of golf instruction. He did all kinds of clinics all over the world and taught the likes of, uh, of Hank Haney, as a matter of fact, um, so definitely thought of as one of the best instructors on the planet back in his day and still today. But golf is what the ball does. Meaning if the ball goes to the right, you're doing something to influence the club face and the club swing path is doing something to influence that ball to the right, right? Ball doesn't wake up today and say, hey, I'm, I'm gonna mess with Daniel today. I'm gonna, everything's going to the right. It just does it doesn't work that way, all right? So at the end of the day, If we can figure out just that, golf is what the ball does, then we can start to diagnose what's going wrong, right? Um, Let's talk about the different swing paths. There's only three of them, right? There's outside to in, which is the majority of people on this call. They're swinging outside to in. And if you're thinking to yourself, okay, what does that mean? Well, it's pretty simple. Take your ball and the ball that's lined up, in other words, at the target, and just draw a line. Draw the line in front of the ball or from the ball to the target. So a straight line and then draw a line from the target through the ball backwards. So an infinite line. If the club face or excuse me, the club head is coming outside the target line and then striking the golf ball and then going inside that's outside to in that result. And by the way, that's 90% of everyone on this, uh, listening to this podcast that results in a, a fade or or a significant slice. There's inside to out. That's when the club face, the club head, excuse me, not the club face, is coming inside that line, striking the golf ball at impact, and then moving outside that line and then around the, the uh, golfer's body. That results for a right-handed player. And by the way, for all of our podcasts, we talk about right-handed players since 90-some percent of all Americans are right-handed, alright So for that that inside to outside swing, right, the ball starts a little bit right of the target typically and draws back to the target, all right? And the last one is inside inside. Club face or club head, I keep saying club face, I apologize, club head comes inside the target line at in, and strikes the ball at impact and then goes inside. That's more of a pendulum swing. So the only swing that you should be working towards, and, and when I say only, unless you have some physical challenge or you don't wanna spend a lot of time working on your game or you just don't care, but the only swing that's worth it, in my opinion, of working on is a inside to outside swing. The club head is going to be dropping down on your backswing, excuse me, on your, on your downswing. It's going to be dropping down, coming from the inside and heading out towards one o'clock, where I've often heard my head in, uh, golf instructor or coach tell us swing towards right field all the time, right? That's the goal. And if you're not working on that goal, then nine, and and by the way, if 90% are swinging outside to in, then, and that's, that's the biggest challenge for the golfer as to why they're not playing well, wouldn't it make sense that 90% of all those golfers should be working on just the opposite inside to out? That answer is yes. Right? So even if you don't have the opportunity to get to a professional, if your ball flight is tailing away from you it's going to the right side for a right-handed golfer i would start working on an inside to outside path all right well how do you do that well it's it's simple right all you need to do well i shouldn't say all you need to do there's a couple different ways you can do it first and foremost take a look and feel of your back shoulder is your back shoulder in your Where is it at the top of your backswing, and when you start your downswing, does that shoulder go forward, or does that shoulder drop down? All right. If it goes forward, you're swinging over the top, outside to in. If that back shoulder drops down, then you're swinging inside to out. So take a take a look at if you can video your swing. Um, Have someone video. It's even better because you don't have to put the camera on the ground or. But anyway, see if you can get a video of your swing and take a look first and foremost at that back shoulder. What does it do? do? That'll give you a great indication of where your swing path is going wrong. How do you fix that? Well, look, you've got to grain just the opposite. You've got to get your swing path to come from the inside. So one of the ways we teach customers is, look, students, we say, look, think about or take three balls, put put one ball at noon right in front of you, take another ball and place it a little bit to the left, about an inch to the left. That's 11 o'clock and place another ball an inch to the right. That's one o'clock. And now take a, a, a club or an alignment sticks, even better if you have it, and take make a line from your ball to the different balls that you put down. So make a line from your ball to the 11 o'clock ball. And you'll notice That since that that straight line now is going to the left, the stick itself or the club itself is going outside to in. If you move the ball, move the stick or the club to the ball in the center at noon, 12 o'clock, now that's an inside to inside swing, more of a pendulum. The ball's gonna go straight. And if you move the the stick to the outside ball, right, so the the stick is now parallel to your ball, touching your ball, currently ball. And the one o'clock ball, that is in fact an inside to outside swing. That's it. I, I mean, if you worked on nothing, work on that. Take a look at that stick. Get your hands and the club head moving towards that one o'clock. And then just take a swing, right? Over and over and over again. This is a case where off-ball drills are just as important, if not more more important, then hitting golf balls, you're going to be able to be more focused on what you're trying to accomplish and the form of hitting inside out without having the pressure of a golf ball in front of you, and do it like my mom used to say until you're blue in the face. Keep doing it, all right. Then when you're ready to hit golf balls, all right, adopt the seven-seven-seven formula. Hit seven balls in a drill. In other words, trying to hit it out to the one o'clock. And then try seven regular shots. Just hit your regular shot and see what happens. And then do it again. Hit seven balls trying to hit it to 1 o'clock. And then hit seven in your regular uh, stance, just your regular shot. And then do it one more time. All right? If you'll do that, and that's it. Just And that's just one way. All right? If you'll do that, I promise you, you'll start striking the ball better. And you'll be more consistent in your golf game. All right? Look, that's all I have today. Um, thanks for watching, or watching, <laughs> as if you could see me. <clears throat> but thanks for uh, uh, tuning in today. Hit the follow button below um, wherever you get your podcast, and be sure to check out com. You can always follow us on all of the social media platforms. And as always, here's to getting you the game you've always imagined. Thanks, and have a great day.